You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit Geek.io. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash Geek.io. Hello, gentle listeners. While Geek.io holds its talent to the highest standards, what follows will likely involve the sort of language usually reserved for sailors on leave. Disposition, then perhaps you would consider a different podcast. There are more of you. Flesh lump eater, bone cruncher, man hugger, child chewer, meat dripper, gizzard gulper, maid masher, blood bottler. Blood bottler? Yeah, and the butcher boy. Butcher boy? This is the Geek.io Rant and Review with your host, CJ Boat, Jared Azevedo, Raul Garza, and everyone's favorite Aussie, Dale Campbell. This week, what you gonna do with the BFG? I don't know what to do with the BFG. Why don't we do this BFG? That BFG, this BFG. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know you loved it. Um. Uh, yeah, this is the Geek IO show, you guys. Episode number one hundred ninety-one. Our rant and review of the BFG, recorded uh, Thursday, the thirteenth of April, twenty sixteen. I am CJ. These schnozcumbers taste like schnozcumbers' boat. I'm Jared. Quirky farts as a veto. I'm Raul. Was a pupper is a sign of true happiness, Garza. <laughs> Oh my! Sign of true happiness. Yes, true, true happiness. And it depends how far you get off the ground, too. (laughs) Yeah, tickles. (laughs) I can only imagine. Considering when you burp when there's soda, go the wrong way. Yeah. uh, When when you burp when there's soda, like you get the kind of tickle tingles in your nose. I'm imagining it's a similar sensation with the uh, the upside down bubbles. Mmm, upside down bubbles. Oh boy! So uh, this is the BFG we're talking about this week, you guys. I I recommended this because I was like, hey, this is probably a good movie because it's Disney and Steven Spielberg. Yeah, which uh, you would think would actually be good, right? You think it would be amazing? You think it would be like one of the best things ever? Not so no. much. Well. More on that later. It didn't yeah. even made like twelve dollars at the theaters. It really did. Uh, it, it's, Nobody went to see this movie. It's available on Netflix. Um, has a six point four on IMDb, which is not necessarily uh, a terrible movie. No, um, a orphan girl, little girl, befriends a benevolent giant who takes her to giant country, where they attempt to stop the man-eating giants that are invading the human world. Okay, can we not sugarcoat that part right there? It's, he doesn't, like, voluntarily take her. He straight up snatches her. Yeah, kidnaps her. Because, you know, up. That's, uh, that's how BFGs be BFG and yo. Absolutely. Another thing that should have spelled success for this movie, it came out on July 1st, 2016. On, so one of the biggest weekends for movies in the entire year. 
what did it open up against? Uh, I think like Independence Day two. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it made it cost one hundred and forty million dollars to make. <clears throat> it uh. Oh it made... no. No, you know what else was out that weekend? It was it wasn't didn't come out that weekend, but Finding Dory was uh, currently in the theaters. And it, it was his uh, third week of Finding Dory. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That thing had a long tail. Also went up against The Legend of Toy Story, but... Or Legend of Toy Story. The Legend of Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> Which also <laughs> makes... <laughs> and The Purge election year. So. Um, came in so, fifth place. This- this made on opening weekend $19.5 million. Yeesh. And uh, again, cost $140 million to make. It grossed as of July, uh, 27 October of 2016 $55 million in the United States. Yeesh. Not great. Uh, Not great. Only- Steven Zimberg had to sell one, one of his cars. <laughs> Only the weird thing is, is like, oh, I'm sure a worldwide release would have been, you know, put so much more into this. Only 176 million dollars worldwide. This barely made its money back worldwide. In fact, there's hidden costs with any movie production. Yeah, advertising uh, and etc. Yeah, so uh, this movie lost probably a lot of money. Yes. There, Steven Spielberg's probably going to be a little bit more hesitant to team up with Disney after this one. Yeah, um, this had, this movie had so much going for it and just didn't do anything. Well, I mean, it helps that uh, starring in this movie is nobody you know of if you're not a East Ender slash Broadway person and Jemaine Clement. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know it was him until the end, and I saw the credits. I was like, oh, I heard his voice. I'm like, that's Jemaine Clement, <laughs> and did not even click with me until it was yeah um you had uh the Too queen harriet jones Penel- uh, penelope Win- wilton uh for you doctor who fans uh i guess bill Hader was in this as blood letter blood bottler uh yeah blood bottler uh oh your daddy olufsen as maid masher <laughs> uh daniel bacon as bone crutcher I wonder if he's any relation to uh, to. Oh man, to the know. Giants' names were. This is great. I like me. Yeah, well, hence, yeah, hence why I picked that for the opening clip. But anyway, go on. All right is uh is Daniel Bacon associated in any way with Kevin? Aside from last name, nope, he is not. He is a Canadian, but he's Canadian Bacon. <laughs> oh. Daniel Bacon, Daniel Bacon is an actor living in Vancouver, Canada. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, also, we are, are getting we some oh. lag on the YouTube channel, apparently. Er, so that's weird. That is weird. Well, it has. It probably has not something to do with my CPU being maxed out. Probably. Um, probably. So yeah, yeah. Uh, about this movie, not a lot, man. Hold on. Yeah, 
Uh, not a lot known about this movie outside of like it's supposed to be really good and really not. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I had a hard time trying to find some decent trivia that wasn't all weird, like not real good trivia. <laughs> Um, nobody cares about this movie not even enough to write trivia about it even spielberg tried to convince gene wilder to make an appearance in the film but wilder declined wilder played the titular character in willy wonka and the chocolate factory also based on a raw doll book book. wilder died a month after this film's release in august so it was the bfg that killed gene wilder is that what we're turning down the bfg (laughs) killed wilder wait you why don't turn down Steven Spielberg. I thought yeah. Gene Wilder just died this year. Nope. Uh, September last year. Uh, John Williams returned to score this film. This movie had everything going for it. Oh, my God. Literally. Oh, sound design for this movie. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It was so good. Because it's John Williams. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Just not the musical score. I'm talking about, like, the slimy... Everything about this of like, the cucumber. About- you heard Dude, everything. Production, production-wise, this movie was pristine, flawless, like as you would expect out of an amplifier. Beautiful. Film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Spielberg did his thing, and it was wonderful. Yes. The issues, <laughs> with pacing, and yes, because and like I don't know, the movie the slow and then exploded in the third act, man. <laughs> Oh yeah. wow! Um, yeah, the uh, the writing was real weird for everybody but the titular BFG. Um, like everybody else was kind of weird, and I guess it's what you get for picking a girl who has literally only done this. I'm sure she was first movie. Yeah, she's not even she's not even a Broadway or East Ender. She is just a girl that I think randomly stumbled into Steven Spielberg's office, which means in about 15 years, she's going to be in transformers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, after she stumbles into, uh, did they censor, uh, pissed with you? You're bladdered. No, that is, uh, they, that is one of the things that they say, especially for children to say, Oh, okay. Pissed is a, uh, what, like, what you say when you are when you drunk. are you say you're pissed yeah uh kind of like when you say you're drunk or when you're drunk you're like oh man i'm so drunk british people are like oh my dear i'm i'm so i'm so pissed right now <laughs> as opposed to hey you you're shit based <laughs> so proper as, as opposed to hey good says good says good says you all are bladdered <laughs> oh man uh, but i did like that it got straight to the giants it did not um hold no, the giants off we just had weirdness in the orphanage where for some reason the the lady who runs the orphanage checks her mail at three in the morning right <laughs> and um doesn't you just uh, checking the mail i'm so confused but the doors were open weren't they that's why she yeah. went up there and she she locked them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still. Oh, and we don't get her name to like halfway through the movie, right? Yeah, I got spoiled with it because I got um because I have Cap- captions on. Yeah, same uh, here. 
I have them on everything because, well, I watch a lot of Japanese movies. So, <laughs> um, and sometimes Netflix doesn't always have subbing on if, like, you don't have it on. So I just keep it on all the time, which drives my kids insane. But whatever, they're kids. They'll freaking deal with it. Um, and so, like, I'm like, hey, that girl's name is Sophie. I wonder where they're actually going to say their name. Man, they still haven't said her name is actually Sophie yet. Huh. All right. Hey, my name's Sophie. Hey, it's like halfway through the movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. it, it's hard It's hard to pick apart the production w- level of this. Like, Yeah, because it was. I mean, they they used a $140 million production uh, budget. Yes. Yeah, you and they had a bunch of unknown actors, so they had just the money to throw it like sets and scenery and sound production and music composition and and like and then they hit the editing room and then that's when the interns came to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um I I was listening to this on on my computer, so I've got my headphones on and I was just hearing every little detail, the creaking oh, yeah. of the wood the the grunts everything just perfect it's just like and the the cucumber him slicing the cucumber and you're hearing the the slice the and slorching it, yeah yeah and it was just like almost no, it didn't make me sick but it's just like ah that's disgusting and it's and it was great but yeah like you said you can't pick this apart on production value because it had it yeah, it killed it in the production. I mean, it's one of the best made movies I've seen in a while. Yeah. Like, it was so clean. Like, it was almost too clean, you know? Yeah, for such like, a dirty no, movie. There were, no, there were no scenes anywhere to be seen. It was all just pristine, yeah. perfectedly. Just everything was done and attention to detail. And, and even was, the CG was good in this. Like, oh, CG yeah. was great. Like, CG was incredible. Like I'm surprised it didn't get an Oscar nod for special effects. Uh, what did it win? Nothing. I don't think it, it got nothing. Yeah, it got it, nothing it at won all. Two but... awards, but I wonder what two awards it won. Oh, did it? Wow. Wait, what? BFG Oscars. All right. Um, no, no the BFG Oscars. awards. Oh, it, it won Heartland Film, Truly Moving Picture Award. And, and also after kids vote. Good job. <laughs> uh, Saturn Award. Got nominated uh, for a BAFTA Award. Annie Awards, Kid Choice Awards. London several Creek nominations Award. for a Academy of Science Fiction Awards. Yeah, well, I mean, Best Animated Female. Uh, what? Women filmed Women Film Critics Circle Awards. Best animated female, and she's the only one who's not animated in the entire movie. <laughs> well, there were moments when she was. Um, best Young Artist Award nominated. Yeah, I got nominated for a bunch of like non-important things. And the, it, was nominated, it was nominated for the Kids' Choice Awards BFF. Yeah, man. Oh. Um, it, though, okay, I can't say that the BAFTA is a major thing in, in England. Um, so it got nominated, a bunch of them got nominated, um, and this got nominated for the kids' vote, so good for it in England. So good for it. I got recognized yeah. for some of its goodness. 
ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, the the quotes are like all of them from the giant are really great because he's just ridiculous and awesome and. Yes, like, I love the giant language. Like that was one thing yeah. that I really enjoyed <laughs> was the the giant language. Yeah. And like the weird, the words were weird, but they were close enough to actual English words that you still understood what he was saying. Oh, I've I've got a couple words: the squigglings, the hip hop dumplings, the crocodile delians, and the jiggly rafts. Yes, the jiggly rafts. That last one, the jiggly rafts, might be an actual Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> jiggly rafts. Jiggly Raff, Jiggly Raff. Jiggly Raff. Gotta catch them all. Jiggly Raff. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that one. The bubbles are going the wrong way. Ah, oh, bubbles go up. Oh, uh, one more thing on, on production. The runtime for this movie. Two hours. Yeah, man. For a long for a kids movie, this is long. My kid, my son, um, sat and watched it. AJ sat and watched it, but like there were times where he's like, "Yeah, I'm not interested in this anymore." Yeah, there were parts where I wanted to be un. I wanted to stop watching. <laughs> um, and no, I can't. Not like our last one, where it's like, "Hey, you have to be a parent to fully appreciate this." No, this was kind of universal. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe maybe some kids would probably really like it. I mean, like it's empowering. So it's empowering for the kids, and the kids the center of the the story. Yeah, it's exciting and interesting, and, and not all the adults are idiots, and, which is nice. Yeah, there's that yeah. too. Like everybody was relatively intelligent in this movie for their specific races. Yeah, that's not a racism thing. That is a fact that giants are stupid. <laughs> no, there weren't really any any adults until the end of the the movie. So yeah, and then you had the queen, who uh, she is. Like I said, she's um she's Harriet from Doctor Who. So like she is an established good actress. So like. <laughs> It um it would have taken a lot for them, and even like her miscellaneous people were all right. So, I mean, so everybody what was just... is this movie supposed to be taking place? Because it seemed a little bit modern, uh, except for the fact that they talked about Nancy and Ronald Reagan. True. <laughs> that did happen. Yes. Uh, yeah, but like, okay, the guards—they were looking looking like they had uh. Well, no, M16s were in the 60s, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This has been around for a while. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, high whistle 034 in the uh, twi- uh, in the uh, IRC chat. Hello there, by the way. What? There's people in the chat? There's people in the chat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I to go in the chat. Why can't I see the chat? It's uh, on the IRC chat on geek-io.net slash live. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. On uh, chat.diamondclub.com, I believe it is. I believe. I don't yeah. know. Uh, for some reason, the video is not showing up on the site, but we'll, we'll fix that later. Yeah, it should be. 
It's on the if it's on Twitch, it should be there. But yeah, that's not that's. I had this issue on Thursday on uh, Tuesday with people talking about Small Screen Spoiler Show. It's a thing like people watching live. I'm like I I don't really remember all the stuff that I have set up. So. <laughs> all right. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we can talk much more on. I mean, production. I mean, other than like the the weird editing. Uh, I mean, it was there were issues with the editing coming through just patchy it was not consistent sometimes it was well well edited sometimes you could just kind of see the seams if you paid enough attention to it which is you know my job it's what i do here the uh um, the car scene yeah the uh when they started frolicking the um <laughs> the, might uh, as well frolic yeah might as well frolic and it was a it that's where like the cg started to peel apart for me um, because you can kind of tell that all these guys are mocapped, and a proper mocap shouldn't really feel like it's actual people or CG. It should feel somewhere in between. This felt like not as much, not as good as I thought it should be. Like I said, film nerd CJ expects a lot of this movie <laughs> because I mean, it is Steven Spielberg on the director's helm. It is freaking John Williams behind them. It is Disney money thrown at it, like. The same writing team as E.T., arguably one of the best movies of all time. Like, yeah. Though, like I said, I put I put those expectations at the door, realizing that this money made twelve dollars. This movie made twelve dollars on a taco. It did okay with <laughs> critics, though. It got like seventy five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not I mean, for obvious terrible. reasons. I mean, critically, this movie is good. There's not a There's not a whole lot to complain about, except that, well. <laughs> Except for that whole second half of the thing we're going to discuss. <laughs> yeah, you you can tell that we have a lot of pent up uh, for the second half. Yeah, it's uh, so let's go ahead and uh, then take yeah, can't it. Pick apart the production quality because it's great. It's freaking yeah. great. Yeah, it's not a terrible looking movie. No, it's well, a the great. The acting's pretty substantially good. Yeah, I mean, even the little girl, which you know, it's hard to find good child actors. She's not amazing, especially but she's, for the first time. Like, she's good. Yeah, she's good. She's adequate. Considering this is her first thing, this is, she's pretty pretty damn good for herself. Um, and all the other actors are adult actors that have been working for a while in various mediums. So you know, and then there's Bill Hader. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I joke. Actually, I enjoy Bill Hader's comedy for the most part. All right, you guys, we're gonna take a I quick. Him on the, I've enjoyed him on the Saturday Night Live. Yeah, on the Saturday Back Night Live. Uh, all right, folks, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, let's just some music. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have another Hamilton cover. I have searched and searched. I apologize. Uh. However, Caleb Hiles, who we played Guns and Ships from last week, has a new cover for our um, Through the Fire and Flames from Dragon something dragon fire dragon force dragon force dragon force come on man uh, he, did you not play guitar hero back I in the day i played the crap out of guitar hero and come on smacked my guitar on that fucking song uh, so we're gonna listen to him in that cover here's some sponsors or here's some words from our sponsors and we'll be right back stay tuned
minds. We fought so hard, now can we understand? I'll break the seal of this curse if I possibly can. For freedom of every And I present. Oh, hey, no, so we know what CJ was listening to. That's what I'm always listening to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Man, that song takes me back to my first year in college. Man, I literally, I got, I used to play Guitar Hero so much, and as a blind person, this should impress anybody. I completed that on hard once. <laughs> and, and, um, you know, like you I said, I'm interested to complete it on easy. No, I still like my hands. Never have literally never been the same. I ripped my I ripped my pinky apart doing that. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, if you want an ad free experience and just want to listen to the uh, listen to the music and chill out with us and chat, hang out with us Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern, over at geek-io.net/slash live. Oh man. <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, that was one of those ones that I like. I love that song enough to just kind of hurry up and I just practiced and practiced and practiced until my fingers literally bled. And uh, yeah, I did it once. And I'm like, you know what? I'm good with never doing this again. <laughs> because yeah, let's just skip it. Did, it's fine. Did you get perfect all the way through? Oh God, no! <laughs> I barely. I, I finished it. I didn't master. It. I finished it. It's one of those ones. If you're if you're in school, I got a sixty eight percent. It was uh, enough to pass. Didn't care. Did it. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. Because I'm literally sweating the entire time. I looked down. And I slashed my pinky on those stupid fake plastic ass buttons. Like, <laughs> like you know what? I'm a I'm gonna not do that anymore. <laughs> So I'm Guitar Hero Hardcore, son. Yep, uh, or something. I just had a lot of or time something. on my hands when I did it because that was when uh, the kids were just born. So, um, like, I uh, I uh, just kept playing. And when the kids were down, I would put it on and play, and et cetera, rinse and repeat. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, this the is not BFG. Guitar Hero. The BFG. Okay. Today on Guitar Hero <laughs> Weekly. This is uh this is part of the show that we talk about uh pretty much everything else about the movie and also spoilers, story spoilers if you are concerned about this movie. <sighs> All right. <laughs> 
So who wants to start? Jazz, I know you have notes. Okay. I'll go ahead and start. Well, I think I know. Oh, okay. Raul has notes. Do it. Yes. I actually have notes for this. Okay. Who does this? Who builds a pub next to an orphanage or an orphanage next to a pub? Slender Hashtag Man, that much space. Huh? <laughs> Hashtag England. True. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. There's only so much space to build things, so you know, yeah, see, stuff ends up next the, to other things. You have the issue of living in an area where there's lots of area, lots of spread out space, Raul. Cities don't really have that. <laughs> really, it doesn't take uh, a truck, and uh, you 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 gotta pack like you're going out camping to get to the nearest city. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, it's not how it is in in the UK. No, it's not it's like not that in any major city. London area. <laughs> I mean, it might be yeah. that way in Austin, but Austin was built by hipsters, so, you know. Well, there is that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I mean, just look at Georgia next time we're there, dude. You, you, you Seriously, next time when we're at DragonCon, just take a look at how Atlanta is built, where weird things are next to other weird things. True, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is not really that. Packed. Exactly, because um, they have to go up, not out. <laughs> Um, is this a straight up case of Stockholm syndrome? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because she gets kidnapped, straight up kidnapped, just snatched out out, out of her bed. Girl was trying to attach herself to the first thing to show her any kind of affection, and it happened to be this big ear giant. So this big ear giant, giant, yeah, became it, it was the big fucking gun from Doom, and so she took up the big fucking gun from Doom <laughs> and started shooting all the other giants. Right, that's how the story went. Oh uh, yeah, um, that's, that's what I thought. Dale just just edited those uh, things out. What? When am I not allowed to say fucking on my own show? I thought we were going for I PG. Played, I played the freaking bumper. Don't give me that. No. Oh There's yeah, that's right. We did we, play that. I do that on one show, and that's Gamer Geek Sundays at nine PM Eastern on Geek-IO.net slash Live. Nice. Um, <laughs> okay, so this giant. Who can hide from adults? Like, oh, look at me! I, I, I'm the shadow of a tree. Oh, I'm just that the back of a truck. Cool. That, that was, was cool. yes. He is, yes. he is impressively light cool. on his feet for a giant. Yes, I'm not saying it wasn't cool, but he can hide from adults, but he can't hide from one child. Well, it was just an accident. He was cleaning up the trash, being a being a good citizen. Yeah, being super nimble and see. fast. That was what was really cool. And and he looked old. I mean, like ancient old. Old as the earth. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Jazz about this. He looks like the uh, Pixar old man. Yes. I don't remember if he has an actual name. CJ? Say what? Oh, uh, the Pixar old man. Um, Carl. Oh, Pixar old. Oh, Carl. Um, I love the way he... I, I love the way he talked. Yes. Like, I, I love pretty much wonderful. everything about them. And my, right, Mark Rylance's performance was top-notch. I unplugged my microphone. I apologize. <laughs> um, why did I unplug my microphone? Um, I liked everything about the BFG, to be honest. Like, everything about him, I absolutely loved. He was a good actor. Like, his script was great. Um, I, I wonder how much of it he ad-libbed. Like... Loved everything about the BFG. He was a little bit of a dick for giving her a uh, nightmare. Yeah, that was a bit rude. But, you know, I know he's yeah, trying well, to make a point. It's like, don't run away because 
you're going to get eaten by the terrible other giants that live here. Just warning you. I'm the only uh, nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah, stay with the, I can now keep them until they die. <laughs> or, uh, an, or another faith, or, or they get eaten by the other guys. Because I think that's what happened to the first one, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, super takeoff fart. Man, that thing had more jet propulsion than a SpaceX rocket. Yeah, just uh, yeah, so many farts. Such incredible, powerful farts. So it's been a, a kid's movie. It had to have the fart joke. It also had yeah. to have the nut shot. Yep. Of course. And, I expected uh, more out of Steven Spielberg than those two tropes, but hey, whatever. Oh, I have one other trope. Yeah. Catching the one thing just to knock something else down. That's another trope. When she's in on the windowsill, she catches the bucket, but then knocks over all the, all the thimbles. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> While trying to be quiet. Yeah, sorry, that may have been a, one of the moments where I dozed off. That one stealth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have a little bit about the ending here. I think that was a faith worse than than death. Having to eat those disgusting well, cucumbers. Oh, the giants. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Throw them on an island and they have to eat nasty cucumbers for all the time. These yeah. cucumbers. The pacing on this was insane. Um, in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> okay. It was like, okay, all right. I, I see what kind of movie this is. It's going good. And then it just like the last 30 minutes, it's just like, Wait, what? I think I think there was supposed to be a little bit more in there, but it might have hit the cutting room floor because, man, it got um, it was like weirdly paced through the entire first half of the movie. Like, it it was very yeah, it was just like painfully slowly paced yeah. in the beginning. It's like, okay. and then like, and then the last thirty or yeah, the last thirty minutes or so is like everything just happened. Like after they after they randomly introduced the queen, and it's just like yep. <laughs> Uh, I know what to do. Let's go see the queen. Yeah, She'll fix everything. That's that's the first thing an orphan girl would think. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's just like, okay, so we're just gonna take a break from um, the land. What was it called? Giant land of giants. Giant, giant country. country. Giant country. Oh, um, giant country. And then we're just gonna have this whole little scene where um, we're eating with the queen, and they've got like a special place just for the giant and oh yeah that's the one part i didn't like about the giant he spat out the coffee and like the the the, uh three servants that get spat on they're just like and you see the steam flying off of them like and that would hurt like hell (laughs) yes but all the queen servants and and guards took this really in stride like they were all over it yeah man like okay you're giant we got to improv some stuff right now Uh, you need a coffee cup let's use a punch bowl how do we fill the I, coffee cup with a watering can? How do we, I mean, they're very intuitive. Fork, they're right? they're uh, dealing with this giant. Yeah, they got pitchforks. They got a sword. I don't know if you saw that. That was fantastic. You guys are on top of things. Yeah, his chair was, I think, a table and then a stool on top of the, the piano. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, they... I can't figure out what the table was, though. 
Uh, I think it was just it like, like it was a, already there or something. Yeah, it might have just been like a couple of tables stacked on top of each other or something like that. I don't know. Because I think he was. I think he says he was seventy-five feet. Yeah. Which of course is Brunt from uh, Brunt, 24. because all the other ones were he was twenty-four feet. Huh? 24 feet. Oh, 24. Uh, I think he said uh, the others, you know, were significantly bigger. Yes. Teratoa and, uh, or Tomatoa and, uh, <laughs> slash, slash, uh, what's his name from Legion again? Oscar? Uh, Oliver. Oliver. Oliver Bird. Dr. Yeah, Bird. Oliver Bird. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much everything I have written down. I mean, like I said, it's just that third act just gets pretty quick it's like they just like it's like oh crap that's right we have to end this movie (laughs) uh queen x machina Machina. pretty much get the army make sure you put some army in there yep and let's not fire a single shot let's just capture them and and move them to an island where they are forced to eat horrible snozcumbers. Uh, Whoa. Snozcumbers tastes like snozcumbers. Okay. That's why I said uh, that's... And the giant said that, you know, the meal that they served him was scrumdiddlyumptious. Yes. It's like, oh, no, was that, was that from the book? Like, did the books cross over their words or, or was that just no, a nod? I think that was just a call out to uh, Raul Dahl. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that just might have been how he wrote. Like I, I can I, I read Willy Wonka. I've never read the BFG, so I can't state how they spoke in that one. I think that was just more so them paying homage to you know Willy Wonka slash Roald Dahl. Maybe, or maybe he did talk like that in all of his books. Maybe, maybe that was just him being him. Like <laughs> your golden fist wizard. I was like, oh, Scrumdiddlyumptious. I wish I was watching Willy Wonka right now. Right? <laughs> all right. Um, so, all right, Jazz, your notes. So, so I think the reason the production was so good and where all the money came from is like the friggin' four production companies involved in this. Yeah, man, that was a lot. I had to skip but that because Disney, I was like, all right, this Disney, is continuing. Reliance, it's still going. Walden, like, good Lord. <laughs> it's like two and a half minutes of friggin' logos at the beginning. I mean, it did yeah. show. Yeah, but still, it's a point of, man, that's a well, lot I mean, of time. But, yeah, but Disney could have put all the money behind it if they wanted to. And then the Amblin thing, it's it's Spielberg, so of course that's going to be there. But why were the other two involved? Yeah. Nah, whatever. Maybe Disney didn't want to put up that much money. Maybe they had foresight. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't take notes during this, so I don't have anything to counterpoint with. Uh, the dream blowing was cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Dream dreams are longer on the inside. Is that a Doctor Who thing? Yeah, bigger just on the inside. Yes. Longer on the inside. Not bigger. So is he life. just is is he part of some like legend or something like that? Like the not that I could tell. Like, admittedly, I didn't do too much research into this, but like from what I could tell, this was just his. This was just. Raldall, which is probably one of my favorite people to say his name, um, it was just him being his uniqueness. Like, <laughs> he definitely is unique. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, because, I mean, you have a giant that takes dreams from one world and mixes them together and then... It's kind of a take on the uh, the, the Sandman. Like, kind of a spin on that, but also Dream Giant, take me away. Hmm. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, I mean... I'm pretty sure he got some inspiration from somewhere, but I'm sure he did. But yeah, I mean, it was a good movie or a good story. Yeah, good story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we did come into the issue where, like, because there was not there was nobody in this movie, like, really, especially screen actors. There were not a lot of screen actors in this movie. It kind of showed in the acting talent of them. The little girl was fine. I mean, so, I mean, I guess for kid actors, that's a step above most of them, but yeah, she's not where I sit with her too. She was just fine. Like she was not good. She was not bad. She was just there. So, I mean, Bravo for her being her only her first production thing. And I hope she continues to work, but, ah, man. And maybe it was the pacing or just the the way they talked. And maybe because they're more stage actors, maybe that was what was happening. This movie felt yeah. old to me. It didn't look yeah. old, but it had like a feeling of like I was watching an old movie where the pacing it, it, is a little it, it, slow and the actors are... It's more focused on the actors and, and these big... Yeah, it definitely did have the... It definitely did feel like a stage, stage play. Yeah. Like it had like a like a 50s, 60s feel almost to it. Like, like there, it was grand and sweeping in moments, and in other moments, you know, tight and closed in. Felt like a stage play, but... Yeah, it, couldn't know, it just felt be, old. Like it felt, There was no, like, cohesion to than, the feel of the movie, which is kind of a... Yeah. Which is weird for Steven Spielberg. Most of his movies have a specific tone that they establish quickly and then get rid of. This movie started off dreary and, and like... God and unending slow in that freaking orphanage scene. Yeah. Uh, that was only like five ten minutes, but it felt like forever. I didn't think it was that that bad. Um, and, uh, and then it also like, like forever. <laughs> oh, so when they were coming back from the human world for the first time, both. BFG and Sophie. Um, and he heard like there were voices. Did they just like witness the kidnapping and like murder of like the kids stolen from the boarding school? Yep. That's what I gathered. That's the reason why they were so offended by it. And that's the reason why those giants had to get rid. They had to get rid of those giants one way or another. Didn't matter how. Yep. They witnessed murder, murdering yeah. of children that Sophie knew. So grab your helicopter, scoop up them giants, and stick them on an island far, far away. Yep. Off the map. So where only Jack Sparrow can find them. Yes. The the world's end. Or whatever. <laughs> Edge of the world? It, world's end. Was the, it was the world. Was it the world's end? Yes. Okay. End of the world? I don't know. I saw it once. As we know. <clears throat> I feel fine. 
Corgis. So, yeah. Corgis. 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 Oh, Queen has no, so adorable. The Queen has Corgis. the best dogs, Corgis. Yes, the Queen always has Corgis, and they were well represented in this movie. Yes. Including the Even CGI ones at the end. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I'm, I'm okay. I know I'm a child inside. Even I can enjoy a good fart joke from time to time. But that one was even too over the top for me. I love the farting corgi. Like the, like the corgi's flying across the room. Oh, that was the only time I really enjoy a fart joke. Was like watching those corgis <laughs> rocket across the room. <laughs> and of course, the queen, the, the quote unquote dainty queen fart. Dainty queen fart. <laughs> Well, in my closed caption, it said muffled fart. Yes. <laughs> that that little nod to the UK having the flag tied to the uh, bottle. Yeah. Still upset about him spitting out coffee. Bad giant. <laughs> Don't spit. Don't out we were friends. You're not my friend anymore. Great coffee. Um. Oh crap! I realized we don't have anything else in the show notes for later. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I have to fill out the rest of the show notes. <laughs> well, pretty much done. Did you get any quotes, yeah. Raul? Uh, I had them here. Okay, I I I got some quotes. I mean, I wrote down a few. Like, uh, I'm, a, I'm an untrustworthy child. I wanted to give somebody that nickname, but there just weren't enough of us. So I'm sorry. Yeah, Rachel was going to come on. I don't know. She might have fallen asleep or something. I don't know. Oh, here's the BFG. Here's, here's one to the Queen of England. Your Magister. I am your most humbug servant. Yes. Your Magister. Uh, Magister Master. Yes, that was adorable. It yes. was great. All right. Um, dream catching was interesting, but too long. Yeah. The time with the giants and the car racing thing was kind of cute and funny, but too long. The running around the city was pretty cool, but too long. I pretty much hated the whole thing of the car, the frolicking. Like, that was just kind of unnecessary. And wait, yeah. I enjoyed well, the beginning they, of it. They had to like show the, that they were evil. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that, yeah, that they were. were. And but also, like, the little girl smart enough to you know steer a car. Well, it's just turning the wheel, yeah, to the right. I know, but she's smart enough to do that. Got to give her some credit, you know. Fair. All right, so um, let's go ahead and wrap this up with uh, some rant and review for some so some Tito ratings here. This part of the segment is where we take this movie, rate it from one from zero to ten on a point five scale. Trannies in the outback, top or bottom, jazz go. All right, so the BFG production quality, incredible, beautiful movie. Love the CGI; looked great. The acting was pretty good. Well directed, well shot. The music was nice because you know John Williams. You can't go wrong with that. And it was a beautiful movie. 
It was a very sweet movie. It felt heartwarmed at the end. But my God, it was so boring. <laughs> like, I was so <laughs> bored in this movie. I just kept checking my watch multiple times. Because, <laughs> you know, and, and every time I hear a good, like, scene that I want to capture for the potential opening intro thing, like, I pause and, and write down the, the timestamp. I, like, hit the first one. It's like, oh, this has been three minutes? Okay. I hit the next one. It's been, it's only been 14 minutes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's only been 40 minutes. And it just kept going. It just, like, the first two thirds of this movie felt like it was never going to end. So, it's good enough that I can recommend it, but it's not great. So, I think I'm going to give it a six. All right. Oh, wow. But, not too bad. Okay. Not too bad, because like, aside, I mean, it's just the pacing. It's just everything felt like it just took forever, and it was so boring. But it wasn't terrible, and I'd be interested to get a child's perspective on this movie. Like, it's definitely too uh, intense AJ, for my kids. But what? AJ, but um, one to really shy away from movies that are for kids. Like, he anything that can hold his attention, he's like all in on. Okay, so if it held if it held that kid's attention, that's pretty impressive. And I'm and sure if they you know, haven't minus a bathroom break. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm sure that you know they've seen plenty of CGI stuff in their time, but this had a lot of really cool visuals that would yeah. definitely be interesting for a kid to see. But I just found it boring. Yeah, Kia's sick today, so I can't really get her output into things. Who she thinks she's a more analytical thinker. Uh, AJ is just bored by it. I love it. Kia actually, you know, takes into consideration things. So I would have, I'm, I'll be interested in what she would have thought about it, but she's sick. Look. Yeah, and you're, you're, are you going to watch it again? God, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Raul, what you got? Uh, yeah, I mean, like what we've been saying, production-wise, it's a great movie. It's a great-looking movie. Um, story uh, is okay. Could I like the story? Yeah, like you, you said, the yeah, could have been told a whole lot better. The Queen X Machina was just like, oh yeah, we have to believe this girl and this giant, and just like let's do what they they uh, tell us to do, and let's gather all up all the giants and put them on an island and give them cucumbers and nasty cucumbers and cucumber seeds to live on for the rest of their lives. Um, I think it would have been a little bit better if it was shorter and maybe or and maybe one or two songs in it. Yeah, some musical numbers. Yeah, that would have helped a little bit. Musical numbers, yeah. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. I mean, probably not to the extent of like Willy Wonka. I mean, that that is a good way to pass time in a movie with something like this. Like there could have been some kind of song in the dream world where it could have been weird and ethereal and kind of explained things instead of just taking freaking forever in the dream world. Yeah. She was hunting yeah. those fire. She was hunting those dream fly- minutes. <laughs> two and a half minutes yeah. of her not even talking, not giggling, just running through the woods trying to capture dream flies. 
Yeah. So I hate to give it such a low score because it was such a good looking movie, but I can't recommend this because the ending just put me out of it. So I'm going to give it a 4.5. It was the only part I liked. Oh, jeez! Wow. Yeah. That shift, it just left the bad taste like maybe if if i was like 20 years younger (laughs) maybe but as it is right now eh. all right um no i guess it's my turn okay i pride myself on being the film nerd of the group i you know film school blah 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 oh like quality I'd give this movie like a nine and a half. Like if this was just like me just grading, like critiquing it just for that, I'd give it a nine and a half easy. And, but every time that I would get bored or, you know, just too long, or there were times that I was looking at my phone, not just doing research on the movie. Like most of the time, if I'm on my phone while watching a random review, it's because I'm doing research on the movie and still focusing. No, like, I'm looking up things on Persona 5 or looking up, you know, <laughs> things to make my daughter feel better or anything like that. Or, you know, so like, and also Disney World stuff. So like, we're just kind of getting more less and less interested and more and more bored in this movie as it goes along. And then like, man, that third act just came out of freaking nowhere. Yeah, and some stuff actually happened finally. Yeah. Exactly, and then like, which is why I liked it. But yeah, and and it wasn't like a terrible like they didn't kill off all the giants, which was nice and absolutely what I was expecting because Steven Spielberg likes to murderize races. Uh, <laughs> so like, I'm very conflicted on this. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it a seven because I oh, mean, wow. I can't. I, as a if you are into what makes a movie a movie like a good like if you're looking for a point by point thesis on how to make a good how to make a good looking sounding crafted movie this is it this is probably one of the be- one of the best things that you're going to get in this modern generation everything else though like i can't i can't put it down that far though because while I was bored during it, the third act actually was entertaining and fun and corgi jet farts. <laughs> uh, so that puts us at a 5.8 for average. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, it's pretty much where we're at on most of our movies here. So, yeah, it was. Gravitate around the six point range for our movies. So. I am curious at what Rachel would have given it if she would have been on today. Um, because she was kind of equally. So I don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't speak for her and she didn't give me a rating. So. All right. So that was our rating review on the BFG, you guys. And now we're going to go ahead and wrap this baby up. Uh, jazz really quick before we do any of this stuff. And I'm going to say this right now. Is there any way you could whip me up some uh, awards? in the next couple of minutes before I get uh, there? I'm actually already working on it. Cool, good deal. All right, so you can listen to us live. I'll I can do remember this. how to do it. 
I'll, I'll, do, I'll do this slow so that way you have time. So I won't just blast through it like I normally do. You can listen to us live Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Pacific, and Fridays at 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time over at slash live, twitch.tv slash geekio show, tune in .com, and diamondclub.tv is working once again. Thank you. Thank you, Sergeant Muffin, for getting us back up on that. And uh, we're doing good. Like, uh, I've had... How many drop frames have I had this session? Uh, Ten drop frames this entire recording session. So, good on, good on you guys. Thank you so much for getting us back up on Diamond Club. Uh, you can get a hold of us by email. is geekioshow at gmail.com. Uh, all of our social medias are pretty much slash Geekio Show, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, you can also get a get a hold of us on our Geek Hotline. Leave us a voicemail, 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. Mm-hmm. Now, since Jazz is working, doing something digital, di- uh, working for me here, I'm going to go ahead and do the next part. Speaking of the SmackDown, next week is our summer movie SmackDown auction. So it is our fantasy movie auction, what we're about to do the final update for for our winter, where we take movies and bet on them because we think we know what we're talking about, and then Dale wins because he picks a whole lot of garbage. I can read the awards, by the way. Cool. So that leads us to the final for this for this season. Now it's time for the Geek IO Winter Movie Smackdown update. Yes, indeed. So we're done. It's over. So here's the final results. Dale is our winner. Eight once again. One hundred dollars spent, bringing in total amount forty-six million dollars. Boss baby. Somehow bringing in a crap ton of money. <laughs> Man, I guess because it just had nothing to go up against. No, nothing at nothing all. Um, second place is Jared Budlong. Seven movies, $100 spent, $44.5 million in the hole. Third place, Rachel. Seven movies, $100 spent, and one given to her because the last movie that she had of the, of the summer got canceled, so we just gave it to her anyway. Brought in $42.3 million. In Sony fourth a, place. Oh, good. No, It's only a two-man difference on the top three. Yeah, this is real close. And technically, technically, Boss Baby's not done yet. So, you know, but whatever. It's, it is... It's at this point that the electoral votes have been counted, and uh, yeah, Dale Trump is the winner. Uh, fourth place is, of course, that man over there, Raul Garza. Six movies in, $100 spent, bringing in $37.3 million. <sighs> and, of Michael course, Keegan. your winner and still champion... Arnold Palmer, CJ Boat, seven movies, one hundred dollars spent, twenty five point or twenty six million dollars in the hole. Shebang! And now, but guess what? We have a war. What a surprise! CJ may have come in last place, but he won the most awards. Yeah, boy. <laughs> All right. So the highest grossing film of the SmackDown was 
Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It brought in in its two-week run $375 million. $375.4 million. Yes. The lowest grossing. Oh, yeah. Let me hear it. Hear it. And that was uh, Raul Garza who had uh, Rogue One. Lowest grossing. CJ Boat's movie, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. Coming in, making a whopping $1.7 million in two weeks. This is our lowest. This is our lowest grossing film, by the way. Like, congratulations! Yeah, I, I mean, even even Jim and the Holograms broke Jim two million. The Holograms didn't beat this one. Uh, that's yeah. just painful. I know what what happened. Oh my god! Like, I don't so know. This, this Oscar bait like... around that movie. What what happened? So the best value goes to Rachel Boat for Beauty and the Beast. Which earned her seventeen point four million dollars. Boom! And the worst value, you guessed it, CJ Boat with Billy Lynn's long halftime walk, earning him one hundred and eighty-eight thousand dollars. Woo! The legend. And Rachel, Rachel stole third from me. With yeah, that's freaking way, Beauty and quick, the Beast. Billy- by the way, real quick, Billy Lynn budget forty million dollars, grossed as of February or uh, to December, one point seven million dollars. <laughs> wow! So it hasn't made any more since the two weeks. Man, nope. <laughs> Jeez, Whew. that's rough, yo. So the freshest movie. So are we all going to do the uh, Dale strategy this time around? Uh- <laughs> we'll have to see. Yeah, Jazz is making the movie. Still assuming Dale is going to be there. Uh, So the precious movie. What's that? Bringing his third award, CJ Boat. The Lego Batman movie with 98%. Yes! And keeping the tradition strong, Dale Campbell has most rotten with rings (laughs) getting a 6% rating (laughs) on Rotten Tomatoes. Still netted him three million dollars, though. <laughs> still, still made him some money, of course. Those opened the same or oh, week apart. <laughs> Man, how did he get Batman. hidden figures for five dollars? That was his uh, wild card. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Everybody else had already spent their money, so nobody could tell him he couldn't have it. <laughs> and then he had that crappy Halle Berry movie that should have kept him out of first place, but no, nope, he got to swap for the Boss Baby, which shouldn't have made much money, but it did. <laughs> Almost a hundred million dollars. Ridiculous! Ridiculous! Damn you, damn you, Alec Baldwin! Curse you! Wait, is, is, is he? Is he? Is he the baby? He's the baby. And no, we're oh. not going to get into political comments here, but I'm fairly sure that was one of the many reasons why that movie made money that, like that. Ah. Uh, yeah. Saturday Night Live has done many things for Alec Baldwin's career lately. <laughs> yeah, buddy. 30 Rock oh. over, so. Yeah. He's got to make his money somewhere. Oh, man. So do we have any other awards? That's all the awards. Congratulations to CJ with three awards, and then Rachel, Raul, and Dale each got one. No, no awards for Jared Budlong. Sorry, buddy. 
You did yeah, come in second. You did. You, you did second place, buddy. Good job on second place. Way to go. You almost won it. Except for the boss, baby. Freaking Damn boss, you, baby. Boss, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, hey, Raul, what do we got going up on the Geek O site this week? All right. This week, we've got small screen spoiler show has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back. Uh, CJ has been twi- twitching a lot. You yeah. might need to see the doctor uh, for that one. I try to. Manipool continues down the tomb of horrors. Stay uh, for the door. You, you, you thank us. Oh, man. Uh, done. It was a lot of fun doing tomb, tomb of horrors. Yeah, it was. Um, it, one, it was nice on me to. It was nice on my part being like, "Hey, I don't have to write anything." Yeah, um, I'm actually probably gonna pick up the yawn, tales from the yawning portal, and try and see if I can get a group together here. There you go. It's worth it. All right. So we have some. So we have a few show title candidates. Not many this time around. Uh, we have upside down bubbles. He's a Canadian bacon. Jiggly ref, gotta catch them all. Might as well frolic. You're in giant country now. Queen X Machina. Dainty Queen fart. And Corgi Jet farts. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Tough, tough choice, man. Um... uh, I don't know. Uh, I kind of like that one. Kind of like that one too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm okay with that one. Yeah. You know, a good one. Yeah. Go with that one. Show title is Jiggly Ref. Got to catch them all. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, folks. We will see you right back here next week with the SmackDown auction. Uh. Tune in. We have some interesting uh, rules. If you are fans of the Diamond Club's uh, fantasy movie draft, we do things quite a bit differently here. We was oh Rachel's here. Hey Rachel, what would you give the movie? Rachel gives it a seven five. Wow, wow. Yeah, she enjoyed it. Um, yeah, she she's taking care of the baby. So. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so legit reason for not coming on. So I will uh, recalculate our... So that puts us up to... So 7.5. All right, let's recalculate that average. See what that brings us up to. Still probably probably not much above... Probably in the 6. Is my guess without doing the math just yet. Clear, 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 clear the calculator. 7 plus 6 plus... <laughs> Mathing, mathing is fun. Stay mathing live on. You probably do this in your head, but I can't because I suck at math. No, I don't do math in my head. I write software to do that for me. Oh, geez, that made it even worse. (laughs) Uh, I made it five point (laughs) three. Wow, Raul, you screwed up the average. This has been a Geekio Media Network production. Copyright 2017.